This is The Michael Bryan Show. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show and today I'm joined with Brandon T. Adams who's an Emmy Award winning producer and host of the television series Success in Your City. He's also a video marketing expert and building high level business relationships in the television and business world. He's an expert at crowdfunding amongst many other things and just one or two of the highlights is the youngest featured cast member and associate producer of Think and Grow Rich The Legacy, which is a film based on Napoleon Hill's best-selling book, Think and Grow Rich. Brandon, thanks so much for being a guest on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to share some stories and value today. Now, when I was looking into your story, you've got quite the film background, but I've noticed that it was based around success and fulfillment and the Think and Grow Rich show as well. What was your yeah. story like in terms of not just film or video, but where did the passion behind success come from as well? It's, it's a very funny story how it all kind of led to that. I mean, if you go way back, it was I grew up in the ice business. We sold ice for a living. Uh, my dad had started that business years ago. And so that was really kind of the beginning of my journey. And I always loved sales. I mean, at that time it was selling ice, but then it was selling other things. And, and so that really passion of trying to make money and be successful in that sales space led into other things. And so how I eventually led to getting into the film space is while in the ice business, I was always trying to find other ways to make money. And one day I had invented this product called Arctic Stick to cool and flavor drinks. It was a hot day and I'm like, okay, I had all this ice in the back of the truck, but how could I cool one bottle of beverage? And I'm sure you've experienced, you put a bunch of cubes in a, a bottle, it takes time. And so like, that was my aha moment. I wanted to create a device to be able to cool the bottle of beverages. Fast forward three and a half years, I, I had spent over a hundred thousand uh, dollars of my own money on developing this product. We had patents, trademarks, manufacturing, and we created this product and sold it on Amazon. That never really made me a lot of money. But what happened is while in the process of doing that, I learned about public speaking, pitching, and also it led me to crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is raising money from the crowd for your endeavors and, and allowing the crowd to be a part of that experience. And so crowdfunding is where I really understood the power of video because we were creating two, three minute videos that shared who we are, what we did and how we help people. These are with different clients that we had. And so we started raising a lot of money through the power of these video assets. And so where I got involved even to my first TV show was a guy named Greg Roulette came to me and he had shot a pilot of a show called Ambitious Adventures. And he saw my crowdfunding background. And he said, hey, if you help me raise money for this show, I'll make you my co-host and we'll go create the show. And so there was my golden opportunity. I took it. We raised money for the show, shot season one, did a deal with Entrepreneur Network, went on to do Amazon Prime, got our first, got it. That was my first Emmy Award nominee or no Emmy nomination. I didn't get an award at that time. And so did that. And then Thinking Go Rich team came to me and said, hey, we're doing a movie based on the book Thinking Go Rich, which is the book that changed my life. And so joined that made it the largest crowdfunding campaign in history for a docudrama. 
I got in the movie and then I went on and did my own TV shows. And so that was my journey. And how did I get into film? Well, it started in the ice business with a passion and drive to bring new products to market, which through that experience led me to figuring out this whole crowdfunding thing, which led to video, which ultimately led to doing TV shows. So it's, uh, it's crazy every time I share it because I still can't believe it. It's crazy what you can do in eight to 10 years time. And most people, they, they get really uh, what fed up or uh, unsatisfied when they can't get the results they want in a couple of years. But they realize what they can do in five or 10 years, it's, it's tremendous. And so you got to be in for the long game. Yeah, for sure. I can definitely see how it's took that long, but it's almost like if it's big enough, then 10 years is still worth it. It's almost like no matter how long it takes, it's always going to be worth it at the end. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's really started hard. At, at, I mean, in my whole life, I've been working up to it, but like at 21, 22 years old, I'm 32 now. A decade of work has put me in a really good foundation. Now it just gets easier. I mean, as I get older and more opportunities and more connections, I mean, I'm very grateful that I started when I did. And But that doesn't mean for anybody listening and watching, just because if you didn't start yet, like there's never too late to start. You look at uh, Colonel Sanders. I think he was like in his 60s when he went and did Kentucky Fried Chicken. And he so he failed, had a lot of temporary defeats throughout his life. But then he found his one thing. I mean, there's countless stories of this. Most people just see the success and they, they, they don't see all the things they had to do. Another great one is Steve Harvey. I mean, Steve Harvey, for years, in his 20s, even 30s, he was living out of his vehicle, working to be a comedian, make his break, and eventually had his break. But it wasn't until later in his life. So if, if you go in for the long game, if you really have faith in what you're doing and know you can become successful, you eventually will. But you have to have that belief in yourself because if you don't have that belief in yourself, others won't believe in you. Uh, you got to have the conviction on your face. One of the core themes of what you shared there, at least to me, was your ability to market and communicate value. If it's a film, you've got to pitch it. You've got to talk to the right people, especially with crowdfunding. A lot of it's they need to believe in what it is that you're trying to do with the film and the vision and all those things. What were yeah. some of the main lessons that you took from that? Because if, if you start in new, it's a very new experience for you. How did the learning curve go? I mean, the learning curve, there's a few things I'd say core. And this is like what I live my life off still today. And anybody can is a learning curve is I, throughout this whole process, no matter what you do, if you're adding value to the world in what your unique knowledge is, you're going to make money. If you can find ways, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to work a lot harder. You're going to have to work hard, but how can you work smart? And how can you delegate resources to create an offering that adds massive value to somebody? If you can do that and get the massive results, you can name your price. And so I'm the top dollar for anybody that wants to work with me. I charge more than anybody else. Because I found a way to create this unique offering experience that drives results from people in my own space. So always be adding value for what you do. The next thing is one thing I did really well, and I knew it was a long game, is relationships, who you surround yourself with and who you are in business with. So I found the top dogs in business in different industries. And I found ways to help them, add value to them. 
it started when I started doing events. I put on speaker events. I would, I mean, we did all kinds of things. We brought in bands. We would do, I remember we did fashion shows, you name it, we did it. And so we would create these experiences. I would hire these speakers to come in. I would add value to them. And then I would build a relationship with them and then keep that relationship going and find ways to do business with them. And that led to some of my successes. I mean, one of the biggest ones today, I'm sitting here in St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm from Iowa, um, grew up in the cornfields in Iowa. And I, what I did is I saw a person of influence and success in his own way. It was at that time, Kevin Harrington, who had pioneered the infomercial and had seen on TV, had a lot of success with using videos at that time for infomercials but also did two seasons on Shark Tank. So the original shark from Shark Tank. And so he had taken over 20 companies, over $100 million and built massive wealth. And I saw what he had done. And I, I said, I want to find a way to go in business with this guy. And so the first step was when people get paid, they pay attention. I hired him to speak at my event. From that, moving now six years later, we went on to launch best-selling books, launch Emmy award-winning TV shows, do massive deals, one actually that did over hundred million. And now I'm in Florida because I'm right down the street from him. And we have a portfolio of companies we manage together. That example is the power of adding value to the right people and building a relationship because that relationship could turn into massive opportunity for you. And then it gets easier because when you're in that circle, you're in with other called successful people that have built wealth where you can find ways to help them to and get paid what you're worth. So that was really, I would say if there was one thing I did very well, yeah, adding value, finding the right relationships, and then obviously persistence was a key component to it as well. Oh, I, I can I can only imagine, Brandon, how long it would have taken you to uh, to build those long relationships. Time. Long time. But how do you find out what they value? If they're already in a good spot themselves, where do you go to try to fill a gap in in their lives or add something to it? Where do you go to find that information? You research them, you read their books, you listen to their podcasts, you become like a, what do you call an investigator? Like you literally want to consume yourself with who they are. So then you know, like when you come to them, think about it. If anybody's ever come to you, you didn't know them. They're walking down the street and they knew everything about you. You're like, wow, that, that per that's personal to you. It's like, you're going to take the time of day for them. Yeah. And so that's what I did. Read the books, listened to the podcast shows, the audio books. And then I created a platform that would be of value to them because if they could speak on my stage or speak on my podcast show, because I had launched a podcast show February 8th of 2015, I had a platform where I could say, hey, I want to add value to you. I want to share your story with my audience. That is how I, I really got the connection. But then from there, once you have that initial connection, you got to continuously find ways to add value to that person. And eventually you become friends. And it, it, it's a long game. Again, too many people come at it from what they can get from them. And they think the short game, that will never work. It won't. And so I've always went in for the long game. And then as you get your personal brand and relationships built up, it makes it easier and takes away that long game for other relationships because you're in that circle. That's the thing that I found people tend to forget 
is that is the relationships going to help speed up things at a later stage? If you have a project, if you have a business or a company that you want to get off the ground quite quickly, you can leverage the work that you've put in the past, can't you? It's a hundred percent. You can use that foundation. Now, don't don't be the the guy like that went to high school, won a state championship, and that's his success and thing for the rest of his life. You don't want to live off of that past for the rest of your life, but you definitely can use that foundation. I mean, the early foundation for me, my story always changed, but where I kind of, I so-called got my break, even though I worked for it, is I had John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneurs on Fire come on my podcast show. At the end of the show, I said, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I do. If I can ever help you, let me know. At that time, John Lee Duke, JLD, wanted to do a Kickstarter campaign for his book, The Freedom Journal. Well, I literally took on that campaign at no cost, six months of work. We launched it five, six months later, and we did $453,000 in 33 days for The Freedom Journal. It became the fifth largest crowdfunding campaign in history. And what did that do for me? That allowed me, by the way, he brought me on his podcast show with millions of listeners, but he was the best testimonial. That allowed me to get other business. That attracted the attention of Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. That attracted the attention of all these other people because they're like, I want you to do that for me. And so that was really what I did is found that opportunity, had that success. And then that, to this day, some people still refer to that. But now most of them refer to created Emmy award winning shows or created their own events and stuff like that. But that was an initial foundation I had to live off for a little bit to be able to get more wins along the way. So what are some of your keys to being consistent? Because some of this might take a year or two, some upwards of 10 years and beyond, and yet you're able to do that and maintain that and keep the connections. What are some secrets that you'd be able to share with us about being consistent with building relationships and maintaining the high-level relationships? Yeah, it's, for one, it's, it's really knowing what you want. As I, as I got older, I feel like I'm old, but I hope people don't think I'm old. I'm 32, but, um, <laughs> you know, as I, as I grown as an entrepreneur and, and became more seasoned as an entrepreneur, I, things would change on what I wanted, but I still had this foundation of achieving great things. And so first thing is really writing down, what do you want? And that, that's not an easy question. Like, what do you want in life? What do you want in your business for making money? your personal life, your family life, all areas of even health. And so figuring that out and then figuring, okay, that's what I want. What am I going to do to get that? What are the daily routines, the different things I have to do every single day to get that? It's like as a podcaster, what do you do? You got to be consistent. You got to put out regular shows. You got to have great guests and you got to stick with it. And over time, your audience will build. It's like anything else is be consistent and eventually you grow, you bring more people to your team. A big thing for me too is how I start my day. I, I work out in the morning. I, I, so I'll wake up, I'll read. Uh, I will, I'll read my basically what I want with my life to just build in my subconscious. And then I will exercise. And then that's my primer for the day to get ready for the rest of the day. I'm, I'm energized and ready to go. So that's like just a primer to start the day. But also every day, what are the couple wins I need to do that eventually build up to the big wins. And that's like anything. If you're going to create a show, your own TV series, there's going to be a lot of steps, a lot of different components, relationships that got to be into that puzzle to create that. Just slowly knock one thing off at a time. And eventually you'll get there if you really want to. And so 
that, that's the thing. I mean, really knowing what you want, sticking with it, keeping a routine. And then also one other thing that I do is I write down every year, 10 names, 10 names of people that I want to add massive value to and make money with. And those are some of my business partners, significant other, you name it. And so those people, I'm always being conscious of how I can help them because I know when you help people, they're obviously going to help you in return. But those are the people I want to surround myself with. And beyond just making money, they're just people I really like and value. I value relationships in my time. I mean, I put on high-level masterminds where people pay a lot of money to be in them. But I personally can't, nobody can buy their way in. They got to be somebody that I really align with and like and trust. And I can consider inviting over to my family dinner. We actually actually go over and meet my family for one of them. But that's, that's how I look at life. I, I don't care. Somebody could come to me and they could be a billionaire or whatever it is. But if their values don't align with mine, I don't want them in my circle. So really know your values and who you want to surround yourself with. I figured that out. And now I surround myself with those kind of people and everything that I do that life. How do you find out their values almost beforehand as like a vetting process? Do you do that or how do you source people out? You can read people within five minutes. Uh, you can read by looking in their eyes, by their gestures, how they ask the right questions. You can just tell their energy. You can tell like what they really want. Yes, by asking certain questions and yes, by making sure you do a little research on them. But most people I know by when I talk to them. I mean, that's the thing with society. Like you have, there's a lot of famous people that people judge them right away. They judge them. I'll give you an example. You know, there's a, a famous uh, YouTuber named Jake Paul. Jake Paul is <laughs> well known. Jake Paul and I met in March of 2016. I had him on my podcast show. I interviewed him at his house. We actually became friends. And Jake Paul ended up coming. I hired him to speak at one of my events. <laughs> I was in one of his videos. I Like we got to know each other. And I'll tell you, the guy has work ethic like no other. He, I had mad respect. Kid from Ohio. He was a wrestler. He was a YouTuber, created videos. Him and Logan were competitive. And so I, I no longer speak to Jake. He's at a whole other level. But I, if I saw him in the street and talked, like, I would still have respect for him. He just got to this whole other level of stardom. And so most people on the outside, I watch from social media where they talk all this shit about this kid. But I'll tell you, and again, I don't agree with everything that he does, but you can't, you can't look aside and say you don't have respect for what he's done for the different careers he's created for himself, from a YouTuber to a movie star to a professional fighter to creating a platform other people have wealth. And so that's one example. I look at certain people, and if I know them and get to know them, like I'm going to, at that point, I can make my decision on how I feel about them. But I'm not going to judge somebody that I don't know and whatever's portrayed in, in social media or the media until I actually meet them. So I want to meet a person. I want to, like, I'll give you another example. I'm going to a dinner meeting today and about to be a part of this business, a high-level business relationship for this company that's growing. And I know they're good people. I've already met them in person, but they want to meet again to just solidify that relationship. It's like anything. The more you can have FaceTime with somebody, you can build a rapport, the more likely you're going to do things together. One of the key things that really stuck in my mind there is the level of commitment that you have to the relationship 
building side of things like you meet people face to face you know you can't just hop on a quick phone call with them you can't judge them based off their social media you actually commit yourself to the relationship process i quite like that about the way that you do things brandon yeah i mean you, you got to commit yourself to the relationship and you can't some people look at somebody as a dollar sign. I never look at that. I look at relationship. How can we collaborate together and we have a fair deal where we all make money? Um, but that's like anything too. Just be a good person. I know that sounds really easy, but like some people just can't be good people. Be a good person. And, and it, it, I look at life too. When I'm going about, I want to make somebody's day. Whether I'm giving them a tip, I'm saying some kind of nice thing to them on the line at Starbucks or or a restaurant, just be a good person, put good out to the world. I really believe in like karma. When you put good things out to the world, good things happen and you just never know what will come from it. Um, and it feels good too, when you're actually doing things for other people. I like helping other people and, and giving value to them. So what's the future like for you then? Have you got any big plans, anything that you're working towards and how are you changing currently or improving currently to make that more likely? I'm in a mastery uh, part of my life where I'm, I'm just continuously mastering what I do. So mastering the, the video content that I put out and the stories that I share and the film, the TV shows that we do, but also mastering how we create our own events. We do in-person events and we create experiences for people. I'm always looking to get a bit more entertainment, better speakers, you name it. So I'm looking to master that process. And then also for the companies I'm a part of, I sit on advisory boards with public companies with private companies. And how can I use my skills and resources and talents to help them make more money? And that's really what it is. Just keep mastering that process and creative, unique things. How can people find out more about yourself, Brandon? If people wanted to learn more about you, whether it's the films, the, the movies, the TV series, also the video content and events, how can people get to know what you're up to? Yeah, so I am on social media at Brandon T. Adams everywhere. You can even find my website is Brandon T. Adams. And feel free to reach out. I mean, I'm I'm always looking for people that say, hey, I listened to you on this show. Say hi. I'm always finding ways to add value to people. I like having conversations. I do run my social media. So I'm the person behind it, even though I have a team that helps with stuff. We, we have our show, Success in Your City. Uh, so we got a book. I, I love this. The Road to Success. Uh, How to Achieve Success in Business, Life, and Love. This is what my wife and I wrote together, sharing our journey, creating our latest show, Success in Your City. And so that book's available, but also our show will be uh, releasing on DirecTV later this year. So excited for what's to come with that and just taking the work we created and, and getting it out to more people. Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. For those that are listening, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Leave a review wherever you are listening in to your podcast and feel free to share the show, tell others, spread the word and I look forward to seeing you all again on the next episode. If you want to join a community of like-minded people that are on the journey for health, wealth and happiness then my fulfillment community my inner circle is for you you get continuous support from myself and also the opportunity to be supported helped guided and collaborate with the other members as well and also you get the chance to ask my podcast guests questions 
plenty of people in there already so if you click the link in the description for the episode you get access to a two-month free trial and you're under no obligation to continue and you can cancel whenever you want hopefully i'll see you there and i look forward to helping you on your journey